Jesus. 
Good morning, New Promise Church. Let us stand and worship God together. Oh, 
couple quick announcements before we get back into worship. Um, the first one is we're having communion today. If you guys did not receive the elements on the way in, uh, if you wanted to raise your hand, uh, somebody will be around to give those to you, or you can head into the back and grab one. Um, the, the next announcement is this coming Saturday, we have bow and barbecue. Uh, it's our men's event that we've got, uh, and there will be bows and there will be barbecue. Hence the name bows and barbecue. If you don't want to come and shoot bows and arrows, you can still come and have the barbecue. And if you don't want the barbecue, you can still come shoot the bows and arrows. Uh, so this is going to be a great event. Uh, speaker is Chris Jacobs, uh, and he's a, a really cool guy. Uh, so if you have a guy in your life, you want to sign him up for it, or if you are that guy in your life, uh, come this, <laughs> this Saturday. Uh, we'd love to have you. Uh, the second announcement is we have a membership class next week. Uh, so that will be in the hospitality room, which is right out here, uh, right after service. Uh, and if you are interested in more information on that, uh, see me or go to the Welcome Center desk, uh, and we'll get you uh, the information on that. But if you want to become a member, this is the way we do it. Um, all right. And then my last announcement on here is prayer. So we're going to go into prayer. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for... Uh, all of the amazing blessings that you have poured out on us. Lord, this morning I pray for uh, Pastor Andre as he brings the message. Lord, I pray that you anoint his lips. Uh, Lord, prepare our hearts to hear what he has for us. Prepare our hearts, soften us for what you have in store for us today. Lord, as we look at God's word, let it ring true throughout our lives. Lord, as we continue worship, I pray that all of our focus can be on you. It's not on ourselves. It's not on how, how good we sound. But, Lord, I just pray that we can, we can put all of our focus on you and lift a joyous noise to your ears. Lord, we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh 
pray that you'd be with Pastor Andre this morning. The words that are brought forth, may they bring healing and life to our midst this morning. Uh, pour your Holy Spirit out upon us here, Lord, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, good morning, everybody. Happy June. That's, and uh, I almost forgot that it, this is the first Sunday in a brand new month, and, and so it's very appropriate, to obviously, to start this month off on a note. Let's see, where is my, where am I? Oh, that fantastic, Elements. Let's, uh, let's start this month off by uh, observing uh, something that the Lord gave us, and that, that is the observance of communion. It uh, not only points to uh, what he did for us uh, that which we sang about and that is he died for our sin so that we could be washed clean but on top of that it goes way beyond the crucifixion because without the resurrection it would be worthless and so this really points to two things number one the crucifixion Jesus paying for what we deserved and it also points to the resurrection uh, of Christ, and he is coming back. So if you don't have elements, uh, raise your hands, and you would like to participate. Um, and uh, if you are here and you're not a believer, about, we have some hands over here. Um, I, oh, great. Charlene, uh, Charlene's coming with the, with the elements here. We have a couple of hands here. If you're a believer, we encourage you to participate with us. If you have not yet trusted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, we ask you to let these elements pass you by, and there's, there's no judgment in this. We're glad that you're here to explore the claims of Christ uh, because we would uh, view it as a mockery worse yet. The Lord would view it as a mockery if you participated in something you truly had not fully bought into yet, but we're glad that you are here, and we're hopeful that someday you will uh, participate with us. In fact, we're joyfully anticipating that. So as we break open the bread first, we think of the Last Supper when Jesus took the bread and broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, this is my body, which is broken for you. So I ask you to take that bread and to break it as we think of the Lord's broken body on the cross as he gives us life. Take, eat, and remember. After supper was ended, then Jesus took the cup and gave it to his disciples and said, this is the new covenant. This is the blood which is poured out for you to wash you clean of the sins. Again, we, we sang about that uh, this morning. As we take the cup together, let us remember the blood that Jesus spilled and brought to the, to the tabernacle in heaven in order to make us clean. 
take, drink, and remember what Christ has done. And of course, we remember the resurrection, which validates everything that the Lord asked us to commemorate and institute until his second coming, which is every day we, we live, it's just one day closer. And as we prepare today for the message, and of course I have to have my green mug with me, right? Two things. Um, on a serious note, before I uh, dig into your daily weather forecast, which I do like to give to you, uh, on a serious note, uh, obviously the world has gone crazy. And I'm going to challenge you, especially as we dig into the red letter questions. We've got a good one today, actually eight. Eight questions, rapid fire questions. And I can't wait to share this with you. I really can't. Uh, but let me challenge you, a, a, as we see the world gone crazy, to spend your time maybe not in the escapism of, you know, hoping for the rapture, let's get out of here. Instead, God is asking all of us to rise up and to be heard and to proclaim his goodness and to be a light on a hill. And it's going to look different for every single person here. But one of the ways that I think would be helpful is truthfully, don't waste your time with a lot of things that don't matter. Uh, and, and I'm just going to mention one way is there's a lot of media that is out there, TV, radio, whatever, internet, feeds, streaming, that is just, I'm going to put it bluntly, it's a waste of time. What are you wasting your time for? I'm going to point you to some resources because it's never my intention to say don't do this without saying do this instead, or at least offering you an option. I've got a website. In fact, I'm thinking of starting a pastor's blog on it. It's my website, andrebernier.com. Maybe we'll provide a link on newpromisechurch.com. Uh, but if you just go to the website itself, I've been posting a lot more lately on programs that are, are faith-building, will, will, will challenge you in your faith, and you know that some of these programs have got to be good if some certain platforms kick them off. You know what I'm talking about, right? I have made it easy for you. I've embedded the programs on the website, andreburningyear.com. Not only will you get some good weather stuff, this morning I posted uh, the fact that there was a place just northeast of Utica, New York, that went down to 33 degrees this morning. Ooh, that's June. We had some 40s around here, too. So, yeah, you'll get weather. But if you scroll, uh, uh, I'm posting more and more and embedding actual programs, things like Elijah's Dreams, The Lance Walnow Show, uh, The Flashpoint, things of that nature. They'll 
They'll lift you up. They'll build you up in the faith. You want to watch something? Watch something like that because our family is, is pretty much without, uh, without a t television antenna. I mean, we never had cable. We never had satellite, ever. Uh, and uh, now we're really being very selective as to what we're ingesting. And uh, we're really trying to ingest things that will build, build us up so that we can be the kind of people that are really a light on a hill. Amen? So anyway, use it as a resource. I hope you find it helpful. And of course, now it's time for your weather forecast. And it's going to be great. Partly cloudy skies today, nice and low dew points. I love these kinds of mornings where you're not turning on the air conditioning yet because that, that's going to you know, eventually drive up your, your, heating, or your uh, cooling bill. And you know those days come. And th those days are nice, too, when, when they get warm and you hear the crickets and all night long, and I don't like the bugs. I'm looking forward to heaven because I understand there are no mosquitoes in heaven. No mosquitoes, nothing that will bite you. So anyway, uh, it's looking like a, uh, basically a quiet week, and there's your forecast. But again, I'm constantly posting, even weather stuff, on andrebernier.com. Um, and again, I'm thinking of starting a, a, a separate blog on the top. Just look at the top tab. I'll probably call it Pastor's Blog or something. Okay, is everybody ready? Before we pray, those of you that are able to stand, we're going to ask you to stand as we read today's passage. And I'm going to ask you to pay attention because today... The red letter questions, there's not one, there's not two, there's not three. There are eight rapid fire questions that Jesus uh, gives us. And we're going to dig into them with a few surprises, hopefully, along the way. I know the Lord surprised me when I started digging into this. I'm hoping to give you that, that same aha moment. All right, those of you that can, please stand. Those of you that, that uh, need to sit down, please, that's fine too, no problem. It's from Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 through 34. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body or what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about your clothes? See the f how the flowers of the field grow? Do they... Uh, they do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all of his splendor was dressed like one of these. Wow. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and gone tomorrow and is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? 
For the pagans run after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Father, we ask as we open up your word now that not my words will come out, but rather those things that you want to highlight to our hearts. Not for information, but so that we can grab onto something and run with it. And so that our lives will be changed. Our course will be altered. Help us to do that so that our lives will make a difference in this world. Others will watch us and want to know what it is we have. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the extreme measures that you took to make sure that your word propagated through history. We thank you for the sacrifices made by so many to get this word and to keep it out there. And now we ask that we'll take it and use it in Jesus' name. Amen. Please have a seat. Did you catch the eight questions that we had today? Rapid fire, one after another. Not just one, not just two, but eight. And we're going to look at all eight. Obviously, it has to do with worry and anxiety. You know, anxiety is really big business, not only in the USA, but really in the world. Anti-anxiety drugs saw the biggest spike, jumping 34%, which was more than double the number of insomnia aids at 14% in just one year alone almost twice as high as the antidepressants, 18%, all in one year. There are, are you ready for this? 30 million U.S. prescriptions being filled for things like Zoloft, Prozac, Xanax, and more, all anti-anxiety medications. 30 million and perhaps somebody here has even been on one of those there's there's no judgment at all because occasionally there is an avenue to help you to break out of a cycle or a habit but unfortunately a lot of these medications and a lot of people rely on that in order to just get through the day. Well, there's, there's a better way. And those eight questions will help you to see that today. But is it any wonder, as you, you watch television today, I'm, I'm sure most of you have at least turned it on. Hopefully you've watched the weather segments on Fox 8 News. Because you've got to know what's going on. But even in between all of that, you'll see little hits of consumerism. And that consumerism 
is really based on one thing to generate sales and it doesn't matter what what's being sold in most cases and that is fear fear generates and drives a lot of us just look at all of us in the last two years from March of 2020 I don't need to elaborate any about that in fact we're still seeing residual artifacts of that fear today it's a big driving force and people use fear to control people use fear to make you buy things use fear to set something in motion fear of shortages of all kinds drive the world to fear-based hoarding gee does that sound familiar again go back to april may june of 2020 who here could find toilet paper that was fear-based hoarding other staples are now coming into spotlight baby formula and other things along the way now aside from practicing common sense how should the believer in Christ react and respond to the fear of shortages well in today's passage we're going to dig into that today so keep your Bibles handy or your uh, iPad or phone all of the notes available you'll see them on the screen here but you can also follow along on the Bible app version. just go to more and events and it's the first one that pops up because it should know that you're here and it's all location based and then once you hit that one or click that one you can hit save at the top and take a look at those notes later on so in today's passage that we just read all together Jesus asks eight rapid fire questions one after another now I want you to notice something taking a look at these eight questions the purpose was not to drill us with guilt so well, let's get that totally out of the way Jesus purpose is never to drill us to the point of guilt or shame not at all but it is designed to pull out something in us and to help us self-examine what's going on in our own lives, in our own world. Now, the Holy Spirit gave me a really interesting mental picture a couple of weeks ago. I mentioned that last week as I was painting a picture of what we would be studying today in these eight questions based on fear and anxiety. You see, in preparing for this I was really intrigued by that and I thought it was a really important topic especially given the fact that we are a fear-driven society in consumerism and in so many other avenues we really needed to attack this and we really needed to look at God's Word to give us what we need to move in such a way that would take anxiety and pull it down and give us what we need to navigate this world 
because as you know, we are citizens of the kingdom of God. And we are to operate like that here on earth. Well, how do you do that if you do that in fear? So I was asking the Lord to, to help me with this because I thought these are great questions and I was trying to get my arms around it and I thought, boy, this is, this is a really difficult thing to, to do. And there was no answer coming until one, and I can tell you exactly where I was. I was sit sitting on my couch. Now, I'm going to explain something to you. Some, some people may think, boy, that's weird, and that's okay, because there was a time when I thought what I'm about to tell you was weird until you experience it. I was sitting on my couch, actually think, thinking a little bit about these eight questions, but really relaxing, and relaxing in, in, in a way that I was just inviting the Lord to, to be there. Uh, I think Sally was busy upstairs in the office. Noah was not in the house, and it, it was quiet. And I was there, whatever, drinking iced tea, just thinking about things and then all of a sudden not with my natural eyes mind you but in the spirit I saw a fence and those of you that have had this experience you know what I'm talking about you don't see it with your eyes you don't hear things with do you remember my testimony when I was healed of my geoesophical reflux disease January 4th of this year. Remember I said I was about to take my, uh, my digestion pill and I heard, again, not with my ears, but it was extremely distinct words that says, you don't have to take that anymore. And, and I, it was distinct. I heard it in the spirit. So I was sitting there on the couch and I see this fence looking down on it. It was like this. Again, not with my natural eyes, but it was as clear as day. And then I heard the Lord says, how many posts are there? And it, it was the same kind. You know, I wasn't hearing it with my natural ears, but I heard it. It was distinct. How many posts are there? And so I looked and I thought, well, it's an octagonal fence. There are eight posts and then he said, how many questions are there? Eight. And he said, run with it. And that's all he said. I thought, okay. So that's how we are going to attack these eight questions. Like a post on a fence. And then we're going to wrap it up. And you're going to see where the Lord was taking me. Because I didn't understand what he meant by well run with it and that's all that was said so get ready we're going to take a look at these eight questions individually each question is like that fence post now when we attack when we start looking at it or attack this from that angle from that fence post I want you to notice something because every single question as I started studying it in that fashion, attaching a question to each fence post, 
every question pointed not only to the question before it, but it pointed to the next question ahead of it. And that's the way a fence works. When you, when you put eight fence posts in, you don't start the fence here and then you go around to here and then, oh, I think I'll wrap it around here and then over here and then. You're going to end up with a mess. You can't build a fence like that, right? Where do you go? You go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And when you're finished with the eight, you come around to the initial post. Remember that as we take a look at each question. Because God is building a fence of ultimate protection for us, his believers. So what child of God doesn't want to be protected by a divinely constructed fence from a world gone mad? And that's what we have. Increasingly, as we approach the day when Jesus will return. I want to turn, before we go to those questions, turn to Job chapter 1, verse 10. It'll be up on your screen uh, and or your app or your Bible. And take a look at what Job 1.10 says. Have you not put a hedge around him and his household and everything he has? He's talking about the enemy talking to God about Job. You have blessed the work of his hands so that his flocks and herds are spread throughout the land. But notice, have you not put a hedge around him? That's what God is trying to do. He's trying to put a hedge around you when we're building this fence of eight questions. So God has built this fence of protection around you to shield you from worry and anxiety. Worry and anxiety should not be in any of our language. Now, I'll have to admit, from time to time, you, you think about, oh, Noah's not home yet. Where, I wonder where he is. Stop worrying. God's got him. And that's when you settle down. My mom was a worrier. And she'll even admit it didn't help any situation at all, but she was a worrier. She just kind of went into that mode. But when you ask her uh, when she was alive, did worrying ever help in any situation? She would readily admit, no, <laughs> it didn't. Then why do it? God is building a fence around you so that you don't have to be filled with anxiety or worry. And to understand the strength of that fence, now we're going to look at the posts because the strength of a fence relies on the post that helps keep that fence there, right? So let's look at the eight questions. The first one, question number one, is not life more than food and the body more than clothes. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? To answer that, let's go to Matthew chapter 4, verse 4. 
Jesus answered, this was when he was being tested. It is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes out of the mouth of God. Ooh, ooh, that's good. Is that not good? Is there an amen somewhere? <laughs> that's awesome. That is really, really good. And if Jesus said that in response to something that the enemy was tossing his way, these are the words that should come out of our mouths when we are hit with concerns over food or clothes or whatever it is, the daily event. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't be planning for those things. We have to operate in, in the physical world. We have to. But that doesn't mean that you have to fret over it or worry or be anxious over it. Just use common sense. Question number two, post number two. Are you not much more valuable than they? Making reference to the birds of the air that he mentioned just before that. To answer this question, we're not going to go back to the, the actual text here. We'll go to another place to substantiate and to verify the answer to this question. Let's go to Luke chapter 12, verses 6 through 7. Again, the words of Jesus. Are not five sparrows sold for two pennies? Yet not one of them is forgotten by God. Indeed, the very hairs on your head are all numbered. Don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. Take a look at the comparison. God cares for every sparrow. And if he cares for every sparrow and he says you're worth way more than that, I think he has his eye on you, and he is watching out for you. That's post number two. Post number three, can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? This is where I'm going to ask you that question. And you can either answer yes or no, and I'll say one, two, three, go. Let's ask that question again. Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? You ready? One, two, three, go. I don't think I heard a single yes, and that is the right answer. In fact, the opposite is true. According to Science Daily, if you are a worrier and you're constantly worried about everything and anything and constantly anxious, your lifespan will be shortened by approximately three years, according to Science Daily in a study that was done. So it doesn't, it doesn't add anything. In fact, it, it takes away. So why worry? That kind of worry, the kind of anxiety that may send you into a tizzy. Think about for a moment, anytime you're tempted to fall into that worry or anxiety, anytime you're tempted, think about, okay, will this 
benefit me at all? And the answer invariably is one, two, three, go. No. Question number four, and why do you worry about clothes? You all have clothes on. We all have clothes to wear. Different clothes. I mean, I, I could be here in, in jeans or I could be here in a full suit, a shirt and tie. I mean, we, we have a ton of variety in our closets, don't we? I, I, take, it, I take it everybody here has a little variety, at least a little variety in their closets. Maybe some work clothes, maybe maybe a suit to go, to go to work. Uh, well, we all have some variety. Why do we worry about our clothes? Uh, yeah, we have to replace it every once in a while. It's common sense, right? Easily, easily navigated by by some planning. I don't worry about clothing at all. Question number five. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you? Oh, but it doesn't stop there. You of little faith. Ooh, okay. Don't take this as a negative. Take this as a positive. What is this pointing to? Hebrews 11, 6 says, And without faith, it is impossible to please God. There's an element of faith, living in faith, in all of life that pleases God. And of course, the first and the foremost is that he exists, right? As Hebrews 6, uh, 11, 6 goes on um, with. Okay, these last three questions are boom, 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 rapid fire. And I'm going to mention all of the questions as posts number six, post number seven, post number eight. You ready? So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? Post number six, post number seven. Post number eight. What did I tell you about the fence that the Lord showed me? That when you got to post number eight, you completed by stringing the fence back to post number one. Okay. Guess what? These three questions pivot back to question number one. Let's look at it. First of all, questions six, seven, and eight. What shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? Question number one. Is not life more than food and body more than the clothes? We're closing the fence. It all makes sense. Every post points to the one before it and the one that goes ahead. And then we close the circle because you're back to question number one and you can go around again. 
So question number one again, if not life is more than food and body more than, isn't not life more than food and body more than the clothing. So if we place our faith and trust in this divinely built fence, anxiety should disappear. Worry should disappear. Why? Well, let's look at Psalm 139, verses 5 and 7, and I'm going to use the contemporary English version, CEV, because it helps to show what's happening here in this fence. And with your pow powerful arm, your meaning God's, with your powerful arm, you protect me from every side. Where could I go to escape from your spirit or from your sight? So it's the fence. That's what the Holy Spirit was showing me in the spirit when I was quiet. I've had that happen a few times before. It doesn't happen often, but it happens when it needs to happen because I was really seeking, Lord, where do you want me to go with this? Because I really wanted to tackle this. And here this, here's this fence. I mean, I could see it in my mind's eye, but not with my physical eyes. I was just sitting on my couch, and it was from the top down. And then the question came, how many posts are there? Eight. How many questions are there? Oh, wow. So, with that perspective, as we wrap up today, I want to close with something far better than an anti-anxiety pill. By the way, go, what goes inside of that fence? And this is what led me to where we're going to close today. Because after I put all the pieces of the puzzle together and then studied it and then went, oh, wow, six, seven, eight, point to one, and, and it's a fence. And then inside the fence was not me as it wasn't person. It was a sheep. I went, oh, turn with me to a psalm that is too often used only at funerals. You know which one I'm talking about. Psalm 23. Turn with me there and let's read it together and let me show you what's going on inside the fence. It's not outside the fence. It's always inside the fence where we are protected by the shepherd, Jesus Christ. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. Stop there for a second. Did you know that sheep don't like to drink from water that is chaotic or, or with waves? They only like water that's still, and they will only lay down in ground which is peaceful and green and lush. He renews my strength. He guides me along the right paths, bringing honor to his name. Even though, even when I walk through the valley or darkest valley, I will not be afraid for you, the shepherd, are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect me.
hang on a second, rod and staff. If you're a shepherd, you understand what the rod is for. It looks like a club. And it's designed to chase away any enemies that try or any, uh, any, any animal that tries to get the sheep. Think of David and the number of lions and bears that he killed with his bare hands when he was the shepherd. He was a real shepherd. And he made sure that none of his sheep were going to get hurt by any bear or any lions. He killed them with his, with his club and with his hand. The rod, what is the rod? It's, it's that, that hook thing that we talked about. We mentioned in, in the Hebrew word shalom. That rod, that hook rod is used to essentially guide the sheep. All right, now this, this does not make reference to us, but I have to tell you, historically, sheep are not very smart animals. They're not. And so the rod is there. A sheep could be very, very close to, to this ledge, for instance, and it could be a big cliff, and they're going to get close to it. And the rod is there to, oh, yeah, Keep, keep him, keep him on, on the right track. And if one of them happens to fall down and get stuck, the shepherd has the crook to take that, the, the sheep and to pull it out of trouble. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life and I will live in the house of the Lord forever that's the kind of fenced in the area I want to live in and we can it's up to you whether or not you want to be in that fence with that shepherd and you can be out on your own and you can worry and be, ang be filled with the anxiety it's not going to net you anything in this life so let me ask you today, as we're beginning to, to wrap things up, are you worried about anything? Are you a warrior? And that's okay, because this is how we learn things about ourselves. Maybe you're discovering something. It's like, yep, that's me. And yep, I shouldn't worry about those things because it won't do me any good. So where should you be? Go inside that ring of protection that we talked about uh, today. And that would be uh, in Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 through 34. I encourage you, if you're a worrier, read that a lot this week. And let the Lord minister to you and let him be your shepherd. And let him take away that worry and anxiety away that we need not be a part of. Because if we're confident <clears throat> in our Lord as we're walking along, people will see it. People will see that confidence. And that may open up the door to conversation as to why it is you're so confident, why it is you're so joyful. If you're constantly worrying and anxious about things, that may veil or cloak the fact that that. You are a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
I want to be inside that fence. I don't know about you. How many here want to be inside that, that wonderful fence? Curtis, you're a little slow in that hand coming up. <laughs> I'm only kidding. I'm, I'm only kidding. If today you suddenly realize that you are a worrier and want to give that up, I'm going to give you an opportunity to confess that before the Lord. Nobody's going to be looking. I'm going to ask you to close your eyes right now. Close your eyes. Examine. Are you a warrior? And if you are, and you just want to let that go, you're, you're a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. Or maybe you, you're not, and you say, I want that. I want Jesus as my shepherd, as my Lord and Savior. So we've got two things. For either thing, Raise your hand if you want to let worry and anxiety go or you want to get in on that fence and be with the shepherd. Fantastic. Wonderful. Fantastic. Let's pray together. Father, thanks for this day. Thank you that uh, you're teaching us so much about this and thank you for teaching me my goodness, what a surprise and a, and a wonderful, delightful surprise to, to see that in my mind's eye. So clear as day, and it made so much sense when I started putting the pieces of the puzzle together. Father, I'm just so excited that I was able to share that today, and I pray that, that this is going to break the bonds of anxiety, break the bonds of worry in our lives in a way that we will operate in the confidence knowing that you have our backs, you have our interests, and you're gently guiding us in the way that we should go. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for his sacrifice for us so that we could be made clean so that we could be inside of that fence for without that sacrifice, we'd all be outside of that fence. Thank you, Lord, for this day. I thank you for every person that is in here today, in Jesus' name, and everyone said amen. I hope you haven't, I, I hope you got something out of it. I did, and so if you didn't, guess what? I probably got the most out of this today because I was just so shocked, literally shocked when I saw this fence. I wish I could explain it to you. It makes no sense because of my eyes didn't see it, but it was as plain as day. It was very cool. And we'll continue through the month of June with red-letter questions. My plan is to start something new in the beginning of June, which is the second half of the year. Just kind of a, a little detour, but will help us set in motion the second half of the year. More on that uh, in just a little while. Uh, I hope you'll all be with us for the rest of the Red Letter series. It's all going to be great, I guarantee it, only because the Lord's word never returns to him void. Amen? Uh, before we go, uh, we have announcements and then uh, a prayer as we head out the doors to our mission field. Listen up. Let's see what we got going on. 
starting June 5th. Our new service time will be 10 a.m. Hey men, come out June 11th at 11.30 for some yummy barbecue food. Hear from speaker Chris Jacobs and show off your archery skills. This event costs $15 and can be purchased online at newpromisechurch.com forward slash men or at the welcome desk. And now for your NPC Missions Moment of the Week. Since 1993, more than 8,000 children and adults experiencing homelessness in Northeast Ohio have received shelter, care, and guidance through Project Hope for the Homeless, the only emergency shelter in Lake County. In 2020, they served 280 guests, including 39 children. The guests have shown on average that they can break the cycle of homelessness and overcome major roadblocks within 30 days' time. In 2020, 86% moved on to permanent housing or the next best step in their recovery or treatment. In 2021, NPC donated money, socks, and flip-flops to this ministry. They are in need of people to bring dinners throughout the week. See Sweeter Hodgins for more information. Hey, New Promise Church, this is Zach Ray, and I want to personally invite you uh, to the night of worship that we're holding right here at your home church on Friday, June 24th. It's going to be an awesome time. I've been working hard to prepare some songs that we can worship to. I think you're really going to enjoy it, so I want you to be there 7 p.m. Friday, June 24th. Bring a friend. You don't want to miss this. If you are interested in membership at New Promise Church, we will have a membership class on June 12th following the service in the hospitality room. Plan to attend. One more date to put on your calendar. VBS is happening this summer, June 13th through the 17th from 9 to noon, and we need you to make it happen. You can register now at newpromisechurch.com forward slash VBS. Do you have a pile of clothes in your home that are in need of a new owner? Throw them in the wash, and if you have time to sort them, that would be super helpful, and bring them back to church with you the next time you come. Donations will be received in the children's ministry area. On July 22nd and July 23rd, come back for a free shopping experience. Mark your calendars for July 24th. We will be having a car show, food trucks, and fun, that means inflatables, event from 1 to 4 here at New Promise Church. We will be hosting a women's self-defense class. It is four classes on Mondays and Fridays in August. Invite your nieces, cousins, and co-workers to this unique course taught only for women. Girls 13 through 17 need parental consent. All right. Do we have our prayer ministers in place, one at each door? Yes? Okay. We're doing something new beginning right now. And that is at the end of the service after I dismiss you, for those that would like to agree with someone in prayer, we have a prayer minister at each, near each uh, door, near the back. I will also be here at the front if you want to come forward. And I'm going to ask that uh, those of you that, that normally start putting away chairs, it might be a little disruptive. Uh, so I'm going to ask maybe two or three minutes that uh, we don't do that right away, that we begin um, after we make sure that everybody is taken care of in prayer. Again, this needs to be a house of prayer. And if you would like to be going to somebody just to agree with somebody in prayer, a small, big, doesn't matter. Let's, let's bring it before the Lord with each other. So we have two people there. I'm here uh, for the next just give it three minutes. 
and then after that uh, we'll need some men to help to ferry the chairs away let's pray father thanks for this day we thank you for arming us uh, so that uh, we can operate in the world without fear without anxiety without worry uh, and we can do so we can still operate in this world uh, in common sense but knowing that we have a shepherd that's over us and that is uh, watching over us and, and our every need we know that uh, we need certain things but we also know that you will provide those things we don't have any need for anxiety or worry thank you that um, you tell us to dispense with those as we go into the world help us to work and operate so confidently that others will ask and those people are in our mission field or in a sphere of influence help us to have a mighty impact for jesus in the coming week until we meet again in jesus name and everyone said amen um, you're dismissed prayer uh, for the next few minutes otherwise we'll see you out there for coffee and donuts